Hard work and consistency are why John Morant and Desmond Bain have surprisingly become one of the best backcourts in the NBA this season. But just like the Grizzlies deserve a bit of a break and a time for fun, John Morant and Desmond Bain both deserve the spotlight this weekend. But before John Morant takes center stage as a starter in the 2022 NBA All-Star Game, Desmond Bain deserves the spotlight both on Friday and Saturday night setting the stage for what could be a special weekend for Desmond Bain here on this edition of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. Here we go. You are Locked on Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome one and all to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday, this Friday edition of the show. Can't thank you enough for joining us as always. You can find myself at StatsSAC on Twitter. You can find the show at Locked On Grizz on Twitter as well. Obviously, you can find all of my work. I've been covering the Grizzlies now for four years credentialed media member with the Grizzlies, right for him over at Grizzly Bear Blues, your host here at Locked on Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every single day. Free on all platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app, free right here on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button below. Let's us know you enjoy the show. Let's others be able to find the show and just let's the show in general be a great experience for all who love the Grizzlies. And once again, can't thank you enough for making Locked on Grizzlies your first listen of the day. Whether you're someone who's just been listening to the show here recently uh, with all the Grizzlies success, or you've been a loyal listener for years, thank you so much for taking time to join us as always. And of course, we finally arrived to All-Star Weekend. The Grizzlies have been one of the best and most surprising storylines, one of the most positive storylines in the NBA this year. But to be honest with you, the team deserves a break. The coaching staff deserves a break. The players themselves, obviously, deserve a break. But John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. both have absolutely taken their games to new levels. And though John Morant's may have been expected Desmond Bain's production this year, at least this early in his career, probably was a bit unexpected. But regardless of whether or not you were expecting it, without a doubt, both John Morant and Desmond Bain deserve the spotlight this weekend. But before John Morant takes center stage as an NBA All-Star starter, don't forget we'll have a special Saturday edition, All-Star edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast honoring John Morant's, in my opinion, first team All-NBA campaign so far this year, let's talk a bit about Desmond Bain and why he is taking the stage in the spotlight this weekend as well in multiple events. The biggest reason why, obviously, is the overall improvement, increase, just overall evolution of Desmond Bain into one of the best young offensive producers in the league. But that does not truly define how special Desmond Bain has become in terms of his production this season. Desmond Bain is not just one of the best young offensive players in the game. Desmond Bain is clearly one of the top 10 and arguably top five shooters in the NBA this season. There should be no argument. There should be no debate. If you want to debate him about being top five, that's fine. I can understand that. But when it comes to being a top 10 shooter in the NBA right now, 
Desmond Bain, at least three-point shooter, Desmond Bain absolutely is in that group. Consider this. 16 players in the NBA this season have made 150 or more threes. 16 of them. And some of the best shooters in the NBA are at the top of that list. Trey Young, Steph Curry, Buddy Heald, who, who, what, what have you. Fred Van Vliet. If you're going to name a shooter that would be, you know, probably probably close to unanimous in terms of being one of the best shooters in the NBA, they're likely up uh, near the top of this list. But 16 players this year have made 150 more threes in the NBA this season. Of that group, there is only one player of those 16 players who is among the top three in three-point percentage, true shooting percentage, and effective field goal percentage. Would you like to guess who that player is? I'll give you a second. Go ahead and guess. Still guessing? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end the suspicion. His name is Desmond Bain. That is correct. Desmond Bain is the only player among those 16 who is in the top three when it comes to three-point percentage, when it comes to true shooting percentage, as well as effective field goal percentage. Now, why is that important? Why does it matter that Desmond Bain leads that group of 16 in, in uh, three-point field goal percentage, is second in effective field goal percentage, and third in true shooting percentage? Why does that matter? Well, the reason why it matters is simply this. Among those 16 players who are among the who who have hit 115 or, or 150 or more threes this season, you have a, obviously a mixture of both quantity and quality when it comes to the approach that those 16 players have beyond the arc. But the fact that Desmond Bain is the only one who is in the top three of the three metrics of that group that measures shot quality and shot selection. That shows that Desmond Bain, when it comes to the quality of his three-point approach, he stands out as among the best, if not the best, in the NBA this season. In terms of your, in terms of an automatic feeling, or in terms of when it comes to whatever situation you see a three-point shooter take, Desmond Bain should be one of the most confident, or should be one of the players you have the most confidence in hitting a three this season. Sure, because of opportunities and because of the fact that he shares the court with John Morant, he may not get as many opportunities per game as others. But the accuracy, the quality, the shot selection, the decision-making when it comes to shooting the three, Desmond Bain clearly is one of the best in the NBA when it comes to that aspect of shooting from distance. And it's not as if he's only making two or three threes every time he's out there on the court. He's among the league leaders in five or more three-pointers made per game as well. And obviously, over the past two months, his consistency of getting 20-plus points and four-plus threes a night has stood out, especially when the Grizzlies needed it the most, whether they needed someone to compliment John Morant or to help out with the scoring if Morant was absent. That's what makes Desmond Bain so special. I'm not here to say that Desmond Bain is a better shooter from distance than a Fred Van Vliet or a Trey Young or a Steph or a Steph Curry. Those guys probably those guys take the cake in terms of being, you know, more prolific shooters because of the accuracy, or excuse me, because of the amount of opportunities that they take, their ability to create their own shot, and how consistent they can be getting that shot, whichever situation that they're in. 
But when it comes to shooting the three itself, it's hard to argue that there are many more players in the NBA right now that you should be more confident in than Desmond Bain when it comes to hitting those three-point shots. And consider this, he's only in his second season. That's the other thing that stands out about this productivity. In fact, Desmond Bain is only the second player in NBA history to have 150 or more threes, a better than 40% three-point percentage, and a better than 58% true shooting percentage through 60 games in a single season among players in their rookie or sophomore year. That's correct. He's only the second player within his first two seasons in the NBA in league history to have 150 or more threes, shoot 40% or better from three with a true shooting percent of 58 or better, 58% or better through 60 games in league history. I know that's a very specific stat. I get it. But the point is to show that you just do not see the mixture of quality with volume that you get with Desmond Bain, you just do not see that. You didn't see it until Duncan Robinson did it two years ago. And now you're seeing it once again with Desmond Bain. But with Bain, there is that he has shown the ability to improve from what he did as a rookie to maintaining that same productivity along with the fact that he's doubled his volume. I'm not saying that Desmond Bain is the best three-point shooter over his first two seasons in league history. I am saying that he's one of the best, though. To go from showing the quality that he did with the volume that he did as a rookie to now doubling that volume and still maintaining the same level of quality as a sophomore, that along with his production hit this season is why Desmond Bain not only is a top 10 shooter in the league, or three-point shooter, he's a top five shooter, arguably. He's a top five three-point shooter, arguably, in the league this season. But it's also the main reason why, along with the overall improvement in his scoring approach and offensive approach this season, it's a main reason why he, on multiple fronts, will be shining in the spotlight this weekend. But how exactly will he shine? What is the setup for Desmond Bain? When it comes to Friday night's Rising Stars Challenge, as well as Saturday's three-point competition, and how can Bain specifically shine in that spotlight with the opportunities that he's given? We'll discuss that in just a moment. But before we do, if you want to talk about the odds from this weekend when it comes to perhaps All-Star Game MVP or the three-point contest, John Morant for All-Star MVP and Desmond Bain for the three-point contest may be two of your best bets out there. But regardless of what you wager and bet on, though football may be over, the best place for you to go is betonline.net. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. Can't thank you enough for making Locked On Grizzlies your first listen of the day, but check out the Locked On NBA Podcast Network as well. All the great coverage from this All-Star Weekend. But coming up, we're also going to have a special series of NBA 
roundtables when it comes to different groups of teams in the league, That when it comes to different groups of local experts for teams in different groups of the league this season. For instance, the Memphis Grizzlies, who would have thought they would be in the top of the Western Conference discussion, but yet I'll be right there with the rest of the local experts from the top teams in the West discussing how true of a contender the Memphis Grizzlies actually are. Make sure to look out for that locked on, locked on NBA roundtable as a version of Locked on Grizzlies next week. And check out all the great coverage from this weekend when it comes to the Locked on NBA podcast as your second listen of the day after Locked on Grizzlies is your first. So as we discussed, Desmond Bain not only has emerged as one is a top 10 shooter and arguably top five shooter in the league this season due to how rare his production for a player in his first two years in the NBA, how rare Desmond Bain's production this season has been. But it's, you know, while I think that it's a bit limited to say that Desmond Bain is simply one of the best young offensive players in the league. Again, I think he's that, but even more so, he's one of the top five shooters or one of the top ten and arguably top five shooters in the league this season. I think another thing that stands out is just how special of an opportunity Desmond Bain is going to have tonight when it comes to the Rising Stars Challenge. Now, this year's Rising Stars Challenge is much more elaborate than years past. You've got 28 total players mixed among rookie, 12 rookies, 12 sophomores, as well as four players from the NBA G League at night. And among those 28 players, they've been divided into seven different rosters. Those seven rosters will basically be playing in a four-team tournament format. And it'll be a race to 75, honoring the NBA's 75th anniversary. There will be two initial games in which two teams will play each other, and the first to 75 will win those games. And then the two teams that win the first two games will come together in the third game and play basically for the four-team tournament title. The thing, though, is is that Desmond Bain certainly has a nice setup for this Rising Stars Challenge because on Team Isaiah, again, with four teams with seven-man rosters, Desmond Bain, Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, and Sadiq Bey are all on the same team. How awesome is that? You want to talk about a perimeter approach, and you want to talk about a team where you're going to see the exciting elements of Anthony um, Edwards being able to create at the rim, creating highlights at the rim. Tyrese Halliburton creating in the open court for teammates and himself. And then Desmond Bain and Sadiq Bey showing some highlights of their own, but also having more than enough space to hit his many threes as possible from distance, that's one heck of an offensive combination trio or or group of four, if you want to call it. It's hard to deny that Team Isaiah is at least one of the favorites in this four-man setup. But Desmond Bain, with the talent that's going to be around him, will certainly have the opportunity to shine, especially with the space that will be created for his shot from distance. But then there's another you know, special twist in the Rising Stars setup is that between after the first two games have been determined and before the two winners of that game face off in game three for what would be the title game, between games two and three, there is a Clorox Clutch Challenge in which a pair of teammates from each of the four teams in the Rising Stars uh, Challenge Tournament, if you will, two uh, four pairs of teammates, each from one of the teams in the tournament, They will be facing off in the Clorox Clutch Challenge. 
there will be five spots on the court, and for 90 seconds, the each pair will alternate shots between each other, and obviously the highest score at the end wins. We've seen challenges like this before. It's, a, it's basically an advanced version of horse, but a lot of fun when you consider the talent that will be playing together you know, in this challenge. But once again, Desmond Bain, who will be paired with Tyrese Halliburton, it's hard to deny with the shooting chops of both Bain and Halliburton, it'll be hard to deny that they should be the favorites in this matchup. A couple of other pairs in this are going to be Tyrese Maxey and Scotty Barnes, as well as Evan Mobley and Josh Giddey. So you're going to have star power in this Clorox shooting or Clorox clutch challenge in and of itself, but it's hard to deny that Desmond Bain and Tyrese Halliburton, that someone else will be favorites above them. So in terms of the team that he's playing with, and in terms of this Clorox Clutch Challenge, Desmond Bain's going to have multiple opportunities to shine. A spotlight he deserves, he's going to have the chance to shine in a spotlight he deserves on Friday night. But the even more fun discussion about all of this is that you're seeing all the talents from the 2020 draft and 2021 draft on the court at the same time. And we all know I've talked about it over the past two drafts. The 2020 draft was considered to be one of the weaker ones we've had in years. However, it's actually emerged as being more talented than many people gave it credit for with how many talents have truly emerged as being impactful over their first two seasons in the NBA. And then, of course, you had the 2021 class, which in terms of its top 13 or 15 was one of the deeper drafts that we've seen over the past you know, several years. And we've seen many rookies at least show flashes of how special they can be. But what stands out about this is that many of these talents that are going to be playing tonight from the 2020 draft and the 2021 draft, they were drafted in the lottery. They were drafted in the top 15, top 20 of their respective drafts. Desmond Bain was drafted 30th in 2020. We all know the story. We've all heard it talked about plenty of times this season with how many teams have discussed. We've even seen a couple of other fan bases melt down the Mavericks and the Celtics specifically for the fact that their team skipped over Desmond Bain in the 2020 draft. But the fact that Desmond Bain was drafted 30th in the 2020 draft, when you see the rosters that are on, that will be on the court tonight, I find it hard to believe that you can argue against the fact that in any 2020 redraft, even 18 months later, or excuse me, 14 months later, even in any 2020 redraft that you may want to write up, Desmond Bain, at least so far in terms of his NBA career, Desmond Bain is in the top five of any discussion from a 2020 redraft perspective. I'll agree with you all day that LaMelo Ball and Patrick, or, or excuse me, LaMelo Ball and um, uh, Anthony Edwards are the top two talents from the 2020 draft. But in terms of their impact so far in the NBA, it's hard to argue that the next three after that are not Tyrese Maxey, Tyrese Halliburton, and Desmond Bain in whatever order you want to have them. Now, I want to be fair here. I want to be, you know, reasonable and say that other talents like, you know, potentially a Patrick Williams and others who are younger than Bain could potentially become higher ceiling players in time than Desmond Bain. But for right now, and the fact that Desmond Bain should continue to improve, but already with the fact that again, he's a top 10 shooter in the league. 
LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Maxey, Tyrese Halliburton, and Desmond Bain, in my opinion, those are your top five talents from the 2020 draft. And the fact that Desmond Bain has been able to come into the Grizzlies development track, has been able to show that his shot instantly translates to the league to where he's become one of the best shooters in the NBA, but also show how resourceful of an overall score he is. That has been one of the most special and spectacular stories this season and is a huge reason why Desmond Bain deserves the spotlight among his peers. And it's not just the fact that Desmond Bain is there among his peers, that he's considered to be one of the best of the past two draft classes on the court tonight. But it's also the fact that he's going to have multiple opportunities to show that even among that group of special talents among his peers, he will have the ability to show once again that he's among the best of that group. He's not just one of the best among the two draft classes overall over the past two years. He's among he's one of the best of the best. That's what needs to stand out from tonight. And he has every opportunity to do that. And the league has given him the opportunity to do that because of how much of a breakout star he's been this season with his productivity and consistency. But the show doesn't stop there for Desmond Bain. As after Friday night, being on the court with his peers, having multiple opportunities to stand out among his peers over the, the past two draft classes, Desmond Bain will then get the opportunity on Saturday night to once again show why he is one of the most elite shooters in the NBA. We'll preview that in just a second. But before we do, listen, when it comes to these draft classes and the Rising Stars Challenge, like I said, Desmond Bain, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Sadiq Bay, all on the same team. So many options tonight for Team Isaiah to be able to stand out and have a chance to win the Rising Stars Tournament. Well, if you like options, but you know that none of the options are bad, Built Bar is the perfect thing for you because it has over 18 different options you can choose from, all that tastes great at Built.com. And if you go to Built.com right now, you put in the promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Make sure you check out Built.com today. Again, go to Built.com, put in the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. On tomorrow's edition of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast, just like today is all about Desmond Bain, as it certainly should be, tomorrow is all about John Morant. John Morant taking center stage starting the 2021 NBA All-Star Game. Why he clearly is not only deserving of that, but why he truly is on his way to being, in my opinion, a, a first-team All-NBA member this season and legitimate MVP candidate. We'll discuss that on tomorrow's edition of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. So Desmond Bain, as I mentioned in the first segment, clearly has been one of the 10 best shooters in the NBA this season. Just go look at it, right? Go look at the stats. Go look at them. All joking aside, though, the reason that I say this is because of the fact that obviously the quantity is there with the fact he's in the top 10 of three-pointers made this season, but also when it comes to shot selection, accuracy, what have you, Desmond Bain stands out as the most consistent member of those metrics of that group of 16 that have made 150 or more threes. So we know that Desmond Bain is a top 10 shooter in the league, arguably top five, but he now is going to have the chance to prove that in the 2022 NBA three-point shot competition. Now, last year, though it was a member as a member of the Utah Jazz, the Grizzlies and their fan base came close to enjoying success in this competition as Mike Conley was barely, 
barely edged out by Steph Curry. Steph Curry winning the 2021 three-point competition over Mike Conley. Well, in this year's contest, Desmond Bain enters with, in many places, the fourth or fifth best odds to win this year's competition. The other competitors in the league are Patty Mills, Fred Van Vliet, Trey Young, Luke Kennard, Zach Levine, as well as, excuse me, Zach Levine and Carl Anthony Towns and Carl Anthony Towns. Now, the thing that stands out about this group is that you've got a wide assortment of players. You've got four of the top 10 shooters in the league in Young, Van Vliet, Patty Mills, and Desmond Bain. And CJ McCollum is also in the tournament. Forgive me, I forgot the eighth guy. But when it comes to this, when it comes to this field, you've got four of the top 10 shooters in the league from three-point production, Mills, Van Vliet, Young, and Bain, all among the top 10. And then you also have four of the best shooters over the past few years in the NBA in the setup as well with Levine, Kennard, McCollum, and Carl Anthony Towns. So you certainly are going to have a very, very stacked field. And at the end of the day, when it comes to this type of setup, it's really hard to find a favorite. It's really hard to see someone having a clear edge over the rest of the field with how special these shooting talents are and basically the fact that you're going to have a setup to where these players are basically just going to be shooting like they would in practice, in which you've seen many of these talents make dozens and dozens of threes in a row. But I do feel that Desmond Bain, there is a bit of valid proof, there is a bit of valid support that Desmond Bain may have a bit of an edge in this competition over the rest of the field. As we all know, as we've seen now for more than three decades for some of us, as we all know, the three-point competition is set up with five racks around the, the arc. You've got two in the corner, and then you've got two more, or you've got three more that are considered above the break. Well, that breaks down the three-point shot in general, right? You've got the corners that you shoot from, and then you've got the above the break that you shoot from as well. Well, obviously, while this may not be an exact science, you can get an idea of where these competitors in this competition may have their strongest production based off how they've shot from th the corners this year during games, but also above the break. Well, it's hard to deny that Desmond Bain has been the most productive shooter in this competition from all angles this season based on his production. Consider this. There are only three players in the NBA this season who have 300 or more above-the-break three-point attempts while also shooting 40% or better on above-the-break threes. Their names are Gary Trent Jr. of the Raptors, Patty Mills of the Nets, and Desmond Bain of the Memphis Grizzlies. Only three players in the NBA have been that productive from above-the-break this season. Now, consider the fact also that Desmond Bain has the most corner threes of anybody in this year's competition and yet is one of 22 players in the league this season who have shot 80 or more corner threes while shooting 40% or better from three. You're going to get more 40% or better shooters from three from the corner since you're consistently going to have more open looks in the corner than you usually would from above the break. But when you consider quantity and quality, either above the break or from the corner, 
Desmond Bain has been productive in both areas beyond the arc to a level that no other competitor has been in this competition. And you also have to consider this, just to be honest with you, one of Bain's biggest reasons for his success from three is because he is so good at reloading that nearly perfect form when it comes from shooting from three. That's why he's so good when those flyback occurrences happen where a defender will come and try to challenge his first look. Desmond Bain simply does his sidestep and then is able to shoot the three. It's basically, if this was wrestling, that would be Desmond Bain's patented move. The little shimmy to the left or the right after a defender flies by, Desmond Bain's just able to, re, you know, quickly within a matter of milliseconds, is just able to regain his form, shoot the three, and the rest is history. But in terms of how the competition is set up, where those racks are in the three-point competition, Desmond Bain, when you consider production from all angles around the arc that are featured in this three-point competition, Desmond Bain has been the most productive among the shooters in the three-point competition. So he should be a favorite. And in my opinion, I think that he's going to win the competition. Because I think that his consistency around all areas of the arc will help him in this instance. But this is why it's so much fun doing these shows. Because we're talking about a Memphis Grizzly. Again, I want to reiterate that. We're talking about a player on the Memphis Grizzlies who have notoriously been one of the worst three-point shooting franchises over the past two decades since the Grizzlies have been in Memphis, we're talking about a current Memphis Grizzly in his second season in the NBA, not only proving that he's a top 10 shooter in the league, but arguably a top five one at that. Not only showing that he is in the Rising Stars Challenge, and we're a bit spoiled with that, with a few years ago seeing Ja, Jaron, and, and uh, Brandon Clark in the competition, but Desmond Bain, once again, is getting his opportunity to shine in the Rising Stars Challenge. But we're also going to see Bain likely be considered to be a favorite in the competition as well, or at least a dark horse. With there being valid proof, he could excel in this competition. And it's just, again, a reminder of the fact that Desmond Bain, again, is doing this in his second season at the age of 23. When his fellow teammate, John Moran, at the age of 22 in his third season, is going to be starting in the NBA All-Star game. That's what's so special about the Memphis Grizzlies. It's happening this year. We've turned into, whether you want to call us a fringe contender, a true contender, whatever have you, we clearly are in contention to be one of the Western Conference favorites. And the biggest reason why is the emergence of John Moran and Desmond Bain as one of the best backcourts in the NBA. And because of that, both deserve the spotlight this season. And the best thing of all, or this weekend, and the best thing of all, above all else, is that if you asked the question, does Desmond Bain deserve the spotlight this weekend? John ja Morant would be the loudest supporter saying yes of anyone. And Desmond Bain would do the same for Jaw, vice versa. It's not only seeing how productive they are together, it's not only seeing their chemistry together, but it's also seeing how much they love playing together. And you damn well better bet that John ja Morant and Desmond Bain are ecstatic to be sharing the spotlight this weekend. A spotlight that not only do both deserve this weekend, but a spotlight that likely is going to only continue to shine brighter on this duo as years go ahead. So hopefully Desmond Bain has a great Friday night. 
I'm hoping he certainly shows out tomorrow night, wins the three-point competition, is further validation of where he currently ranks among the elite when it comes to shooting the three in the NBA. Again, in my opinion, a top five shooter in the league right now. It certainly will be a lot of fun to see. Hope you get to enjoy every single bit of it again tomorrow. It may be Sunday. I may be honest with you, depending on you know what what we see around the league. We may wait till Sunday, but tomorrow or Sunday, we'll have a special episode of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, looking at just how special the season has been for John Moran in celebration of his first career All Star start this this coming up Sunday. Hope you enjoy the festivities tonight. Certainly, hope you enjoy the festivities again Saturday night. All leading up to the 2022 NBA All-Star Game, starring John Morant, starting for the Western Conference, but also celebrating 75 years of the NBA. Enjoy it, Memphis! We all, though Desmond Bain and John Morant certainly are deserving of the spotlight, we all deserve to get to enjoy it as Grizzlies fans. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.